Happy Tuesday. Suit up. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Super Dope Anime Hour. Uh, uh. All right, so we are talking about My Hero Academia today. Uh, we have covered uh, roughly the first 25 to 30 episodes, I forget, of My Hero on the Patreon. Um, but I haven't been able to talk about the anime uh, all first three seasons. So me and Fed sat down, talked about it. Um, all the goods, the bads, not so much the bads. There's a lot of good uh, favorites, mostly. Pro hero, students, villains, arc, fights, all that shit. Um, also, we recorded on 420. So happy birthday to uh, Kotsuke Bakugo. Um, in case you didn't hear, Death Note Super Dope first week. We're doing it free on Patreon. Uh, first person to sign up to get in on that. Meet Nick Morrison. Nick, thanks for joining that tier, man. We appreciate you. Uh, Nick is the first to jump in on the Patreon since we've started the Super Dope uh, Death Note show. So what the fuck is it called? Death Note Super Dope? Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate you, man. Uh, looking forward to having you listening to the daily Monday through Friday stuff. Uh, if you want to get in on that, link in the show notes. You can also get a preview of the first uh, 10 episodes or 11 episodes. I don't fucking know. Uh, 11 episodes? Show notes? Um, it's a good time. Um, now I have to go get that episode up on the Patreon feed. So, uh, like I said, it's free for this first week. Uh, next week, the, these episodes will go uh, private. So, if you want to hear it. Uh, take the opportunity to listen to it now. See if you'd like it. If you like it, join. Patreon.com slash trackball super dope. I've got my windows open. It's a nice day. Springtime air and shit. Cars driving by and shit. Ooh. It's a beautiful day. Sort of. Sort of. Super dope. Yeah, it's super dope. Super dope. Anime hour. Uh, yeah, so we're doing the super dope anime hour thing, but listen, we've done the plus ultras, uh, super dope plus ultras on the Patreon for a bit, which are all free, by the way, if you want to go check them out over there now, patreon.com slash dragon super dope. Um, but I haven't been able to talk about the whole series yet because we've been doing them episode by episode. We're around like episode 30, I think. And now... I get to talk with you, Feds, uh, about the conclusion of season three. Finally, I get to, like, record some fucking thoughts on that shit. And I'm, like, very excited about that because I can be like, hey, Feds, what'd you think of it? What'd you think of that? You know what I'm saying? Shit's about to go down. I think shit already did go down. That's well, shit did go down, but more shit is going to go down. Oh, yeah. On a worldwide scale. Yeah. So this is your... Uh, I mean, these kids have been hearing me bitch about bitch, not bitch, uh, exclaim wildly uh, about how much I love this series since I started watching it. I don't know when I started watching it. Uh, probably not quite a year. So close to a year, probably. Um, so, yeah, over the last whatever, eight to ten months, let's say. 
Um, I've been flipping out about this show and how wonderfully written it is and uh, how much I love these characters. But you just binge-watched the whole thing. In like a month and a half. Yeah, so we wrapped doing Death Note, and I was like, all right, next assignment. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, try Cowboy Bebop out. And you were like, nope, it's not for me. And I was nope. like, Phew. all right, try out My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody doesn't like My Hero Academia. And if they do, it's because they're fucking... I don't know, like elitist snobs about anime and their choices. They don't Probably. like things that are popular. They're uh, they're a Brett. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? No. Brett, whose favorite team is the Yankees and the Lakers, and oh, you know, oh, yeah, bad Brett. Okay. Brit. Hello, Brett. He, they're a Brit. They like things Brit. just just for the sake of being contrary. Hello, Brett. So, uh, yeah, those people who don't like my hero academia, I feel most of them are, are Brits. Not Brits like Steven the Brit from Dragon Ballers. Shout out, babies. Um, not like that, but Brett. Yes. <laughs> B-R-E-T-T. Um, they just kind of go against the grain because they don't want to admit that they're into something popular. I don't think I've met anybody who's uh, taken the time to sit down and watch episodes of the show that hasn't taken some level of enjoyment out of it. Um, whether it prompts them to continue to watch it or not, that's not always exactly the case. Um some people can get a few episodes in and be like, eh, you know, I got other shit to watch, and I get it. Um, I think my rule of thumb for this series, and I said it to you, get through the first five or six episodes if you're not hooked by then. So, yep. But that wasn't the case. No, it took two. Two, was you it. were all in. Yep. <laughs> you're like, I like I like this Deku boy. I like this All Might. Tell me what you what, what drew you into the series so quickly, so, so fast. I mean, it drew me in because... <clears throat> I think one of the biggest things I liked about this show, seeing as you don't know what the fuck you liked, I really don't know how to uh, explain it. It's like an amalgamation of a lot of different other, like, uh, intellectual properties that I've already enjoyed. It reminds me of a lot of other things. I made it easy for me to adopt. The one that you said when we were watching it, yes, was, the, it was like X Men, yeah, like Japanese, Japanese X Men, X-Men. and I could see that. But like, that's that's probably yeah, that's what drew me in right there. Is that it? I like I love the superhero movies. I like all the Marvel movies. I like some DC movies, but like which DC movies? Oh, uh, I like Dark Knight. Oh yeah, it doesn't count. I like the yeah, I know, I know it doesn't count. But like the, I liked Christopher Nolan's trilogy for the most part. Yeah, Chris Nolan's a dude. Uh, until that third movie rolled. Yeah, that movie sucked. And then talk like I can't even do a replication of that stupid voice. No, neither can I. Um, the way I pitched it to my 11 year old sister, um, cause she is super into, she into like a lot of superhero shit too for a girl. Um, but she is super into Harry Potter has been yep. for forever. I'm like, yo, it's like superhero Harry Potter. And she's like, all right, I'm interested. Go on. And I'm like, all right, let's sit down and watch the first few episodes. And I think I wa- we watched maybe the first three or four episodes together. And, uh, mind you. First few three, first three four episodes, dude. It's like the sludge villain, yeah, uh, taking over people and then taking over Bakugo, and like making like creepy rape comments the whole time. Yep, and just being like, just let it happen. <laughs> It'll all be over in a minute. <laughs> like weird, creepy rape shit like that. And I was like, hmm, yeah. Seven year old sister, she she's like, nope, this shit looks scary. Goodbye. I'll be upstairs. She knew right away. Uh, Will knows what she's doing, but Nova was like. Okay, and even in with the eleven-year-old, I'm like, mm, this is a little uncomfortable. Thank God they got the fucking UA High School like a couple episodes later, and it's like little kids doing shit again. Yep. Um, so we watched the first three, four episodes, and 
a week or two later, she'd watched everything. She'd watched it all. The whole thing? The whole thing. Holy shit. Yep. She got to season three. She's like, I can't find season three anywhere. And then, <laughs> and then she asked me, she's like, do you know where I can watch season? I'm like, it's all on Hulu, but it's in Japanese. You have to read what's up. She's like, I don't care. Subs ain't no thing to that girl. <laughs> they weren't to me long before her age, too. I was reading subs by like eight, nine, like yeah, better than most adults do because most adults hate subtitles, I learned, because they hate reading. I like subtitles. I'd rather hear it in its native language, personally. But the dub from My Hero Academia uh, is actually done very well. Um, I understand there might be a lot of, uh, you know, Weebs out there who are upset with uh, automation, but I say, fuck you. Um, this is a very <laughs> well done adaptation of this show. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of different, uh, it's like the ideas are like theme, not themes so much as like elements of elements of like other uh, intellectual <clears throat> properties that remind me of shit. And I'm like, okay, um, this is, makes for an interesting setting for a story. Like there's an immensely big world here that you can go explore. Right. You don't even realize how big it is at first glance. Like, they set up my hero with, like, all right, everybody's got quirks. Dope. Uh, all right, cool. That's the entire world. All right, now we're living in the scope down to this one person who does not have a quirk. And we're going to work out from there. And then you see his relationship with Bakugo and how Bakugo is kind of a dickhead. By the way, we are recording this episode on 420. 420. So happy birthday, Katsuke Bakugo. Uh, Kachan. Uh, I love Kachan. Uh-huh. He's definitely gay with Kirishima, but I love that <laughs> for real. Um, so like you see Deku's relationship with the kids his age, and then you see the the first feat that he has to you know uh, hurdle over is getting into UA, despite everybody being like, "Why are you even bothering to take the test?" And right. that's like that first uh, real shining example of being him being like, "You know what? I don't know how great I'm going to be unless I absolutely push myself to be the best that I can be." And I'm going to be number one hero despite being quirkless because I'm dedicated in other ways. And then he beats All Might and his world gets even bigger. But so much of the story through uh, the first two seasons concentrates more or less on Deku and you know, a couple of like the immediate classmates around him. You see Uraraka, you see Bakugo, obviously, you see uh, Ida and Todoroki. Like, you get a little bit more backstory in each of those characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you Rozu even a little bit. Um, Season three is like the first time where it starts to zoom back out again and let the world get a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And it's with mainly all the other schools. It probably starts uh, not even with the other schools. I guess it really starts with like Hero Killer Stain. Oh yeah. And not only him like running around, you know, being a scourge on these heroes. He murdered whatever like twenty six heroes, injured forty something. Like he, you know, he fucked up like fifty sixty heroes, killed or injured. Uh that's when the idea of like, all right, the impact of All Might as a symbol of peace is very well uh, illustrated throughout these first two series and how that motivates the heroes. Mm-hmm. Now All Might is a symbol of peace. We get to see how it motivates the villain side of things and how um, how like his real pure ideals in a midst of fucking heroes with like, you know, some of them straight up have ulterior motives. Like they're just doing it to fucking get fame and fortune and notoriety. Mm-hmm. All Might does it to be symbol of peace and you know bring peace to the fucking world whatever um among those sea of intentions all might seems to be the only pure one and you get to see how that reflects and warps hero killer stain view of the world and how hero killer stain that in turn inspires a bunch of other villains to carry out similar kind of ideals so even though they start working with shigaraki in the league of villains they all adopt this greater mindset of like 
you know, uh, pretty much <laughs> we can only lose to All Might because he's the only hero worthy of killing us. So whenever All Might does show up, they're pretty much just like, oh, no, Jesus is here. We're fucked. It's like it's like the four horsemen of the apocalypse coming back to roost or something. And they're all like, nope, it's just one blonde-haired dude who at this moment is kind of jacked and maybe half skinny. I'm here. Yeah. Watashi ga kata. I just I love All Might's greater impact on the world. Uh, we've obviously seen it on Deku. We get to see how uh, I think season two and season three does a good job of painting how it's influenced Bakugo and how that All Might influence has tied the two of them together for their, pretty much their entire fucking lives. Um, but I like seeing his greater impact on the world. So I do want to. I guess this is probably the better way to start the the conversation. Um, what? Do you think the world and now the and this this is also what the understanding uh, for the audience that uh I'm gonna read the manga now now that I've just rewatched the end of season three again with you um I want to pick up the manga I understand that uh, season three concludes the manga in volume one twenty four and I think they just broke the two hundred threshold mark so uh, seventy five plus uh, at yeah. least um. Uh, issues to catch up on to understand what's going to happen in season four so with that understanding we don't have the manga spoilers that are i know some shit but i don't want to say i don't want to talk out my ass half-heartedly yeah. about it and be like i heard all this crazy shit about deku doing some wild shit because <laughs> i know that he does but i don't know what exactly how it happened or whatever um what do you think season four is going to look like now that we know all might's fucking retired well, I mean, like, obviously the villains are all going to grow balls now. They're going to be attacking more. It's already started. Yeah, there's like a the quick scene part. in one of those last few episodes we watched where it's like, it's been a, it's the episode with Twice, which yep. is a really cool episode. I think it's, what, 61 maybe? Yeah, 60? 61 or 62. Yeah, uh, whatever it is. But, you, like, the episode starts one off of as, like, smoking a cigarette out his yeah. window, like I fucking do all the time. Uh, <laughs> and talking to himself. And it's like you're like, who like the I fuck? do all the time. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is this weirdo right now? And uh, you know, it kind of frames the whole idea of like what the world is looking like in the two weeks since the the fight between All Might and uh, All for One. And right. He calls one of his boys on the phone. He's like, "Yo, business is good. I'm selling mad illegal shit, <laughs> suits, apparatus size, apparatuses, whatever. It's probably apparatus." No, it's apparatuses. Apparatus says. Yeah. We'll go with that one. The Man Manoceros. That's like three Flight of the. Two and a half Flight of the Conquer jokes today. Uh, yeah. Two weeks have passed and the world fucking topsy turvy. Yep. Uh, all because All Might's like, you're next. And they're like, no, we're not. Look at that skinny ass arm. You ain't punching <laughs> nobody else for the rest of your days, boy. <laughs> <laughs> So you, we know that we're gonna see more villain activity, way more. So I guess, and I think it's gonna be up to the kids joining these uh, the internships. These, yeah, the internships or the work well, studies. No, work right. studies. That's yeah. what they are. Because they already did internships. Now it's a work study. And now it's gonna be the villains versus all these kids in the work study. And, and now they got their provisional licenses, so they can right. step up. And I assume they'll probably relegate the kids to like rescue roles and shit like that like they're not gonna be like hey Deku fucking Texas smash this guy in the balls <laughs> and be like nah dude why don't you full Kyle his ass up this fucking alley and over to the hospital shit like that so it's another way to like 
uh, put another incremental step into them becoming full-fledged heroes. Right. Um, because, you know, again, they're still, what, 10th grade, right? Yeah, technically. Yeah, the seniors in school are third years, so 10th, 11th, 12th grade. So the ten- how old are you in the 10th grade? Like 15, right? Yeah. 15, 15 16. 16. Yeah. So... Deku's like, rescuing people and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think uh, anime characters hum music to themselves while they're rescuing people like I do? No, only you do. (laughs) Well, you know what? I just want to go on record and say that I would make a better anime character than most anime characters because I come up with my own fucking soundtrack. On the go. Always. So we know that we'll see more villains. We'll hopefully see these kids step up and do have a little bit more to do. I'm more interested to see like the hierarchy of heroes and like how that shit recovers. Because now Endeavor was a distant number two to All Might. Endeavor just realized that he's been a distant number two to All Might. It's actually been a weakened version of All Might for the last five years. And he's like... I couldn't even fucking fuck with a weekend version of All Might. Oh, my God. Just how weak am I? Like, I imagine Endeavor is going to have all sorts of fucking identity issues after this thing. <laughs> he's gonna For real, be, though. He's going to be like, yeah, I technically am number one hero, but am I really, though? Cause, Probably not. I mean, I imagine, that, you know, given uh, Endeavor's inability to, uh, you know, cope with things in a healthy way, a.k.a. He likes to beat his wife and stuff and his kids. And pretty much anybody around him. I just imagine his coping skills aren't going to be up to par to be able to deal with such a bloated no. ego. <laughs> no. No, not his ego. His ego is very fragile. Plus, like, we know that Best Genus is dead. Rest in peace, rest in peace. Yep. Um, all for one. I watched that episode before you came over today. And, like, him and Mount Lady are, like, f- fucking holding it down at the Nomu factory. And Mount Lady's like, this is lame. Should have gone <laughs> with All Might. And Genus is like... Yo, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> We're doing our part. Yeah. Uh, just because it's not a super sexy mission like you is, uh, doesn't mean that it ain't important. So uh, back it up, Mount Lady. Back it up. And then, boom, two minutes oh. later, he's dead. Yep. <laughs> dead. Fucking all for one blows out his stomach and shit. Yeah. So I'm interested to see like how the hierarchy of heroes comes together because you got to imagine that the heroes, Endeavor, like we just said, he's aware how far behind he was All Might. He was behind All Might. Does that sentence make sense? Um, who cares a shit? Uh, I imagine the other heroes are going to um, come to the realization that there's a massive hole at the top of this thing. Yep. So what I'm really hoping for, and I don't know, maybe this has already been done in the manga. I think it would be dumb if they haven't gone this route in the manga yet. They go and make a fucking Justice League. So like the top? Top 10 heroes, say. Fucking Endeavor. But who would uh, lead them all? Endeavor? I, I don't know. No. I don't know, man. Maybe All Might is like working in that uh in that role where he's like Professor X, you know what I'm saying? Like he's just sitting at the sidelines being like, Listen, I'm crippled and can't do shit, but I can tell y'all how to do it. He's like old man Steve Rogers when actually Steve Rogers aged for one time before he de aged one of the millions of times. Bang and he's like, Yo, Strike him in the knees, Endeavor. Uh, fire blast the fuck out of that guy. He fires his weakness. It's gonna burn him. Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd also like to know like who rounds out that top ten. Yeah, I know. 
uh, Endeavor is there. Gang Orca is there. He's moved up a couple spots. He yep. was number 10. He's number 8 now. Uh, I don't know who the other top 10 heroes are. Not me either. Um, I do know about another top 10 hero, uh, Hawks, but I'm not going to talk with you about Hawks today. Um, yeah, I'm hopeful that uh, we will get you know some kind of Justice League Um but yeah, I guess the hero in, in that case, or not the hero, but the leader in that case, kind of makes or breaks. Ah, uh, we have Ed Shot. Okay, Ed Shot's fucking the dude who turns all paper thin and stuff. Yep. Cool. Miruko, ra- the rabbit hero. I don't remember that one. Okay. Cross, the shield hero. Nope. Uh, Kamui Woods. Yep. Uh, we got. Lacquer wa- chain prison. Wash. Wash. Yeah, these are these all manga heroes? Because they I, might be, they must be, because I don't recognize most of these names. Yeah, I don't remember any of these people. Yeah, it's all manga heroes, so we could list those out and be like, "Yeah, that person sounds like they'd be dope." Um, I don't know. I don't. I want Gang Orca to fucking punch somebody in the face with a whale fist. It's that'd all, be dope. That'd be super dope. Uh, Just right. paralyze them real quick and. <laughs> Yeah, so we know more about, or we imagine we'll see more of the hello. So we imagine that we'll see more of the villains, uh, you know, coming out and just being dickheads, knowing that All Might isn't around to catch them anymore. Um, that Endeavor probably doesn't strike fear into their hearts. Maybe we just see Endeavor go full like "fuck everybody" mode. Everyone's a criminal and just over punishes people. <laughs> like I could see Endeavor going that go like route. They go, <laughs> go like the dictator route. Yeah, dude, and just be like. Jaywalking, dead. <laughs> Littering in the ocean, dead. You spit on the sidewalk, dead. You flicked a cigarette butt, dead. <laughs> Stuff like that. In California, flicking a cigarette butt's a real serious crime. But. Really? I mean, yeah. Forest fires, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, fuck. Fuck what I was saying. You were just talking about Endeavor and how he uh, uh. might go the fuck everyone route. I could very easily see Endeavor going that route as opposed to like teaming up with anybody, just being like, don't worry about me. I have the power of Hellflame. And I'll Hellflame the fuck out of some justice and brand it on some criminals' asses and make sure everybody knows about it. So Fire breathing light Yagami, man. <laughs> Fire breathing light Yagami. He is the justice. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think those are two pretty common ones. Is there anything that you want to see? Like, I've been living around, I've been, you know, my brain's been rolling around in this fandom. I'd like to see a full-fledged fight between Deku and Shigaraki. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's probably on the horizon, as teased in the last couple of lines of the anime that yep. we watched today. Because, um, you know, the, the, the fucking villains basically already got their, they're illegal villains. I yeah. not say they're evil Justice League, but... They have a way easier name, which is the League of Villains. <laughs> so uh, I think the only next logical step is hopefully for the villains, uh, excuse me, hopefully for the heroes to do that. Um, maybe they take a play out of the kids. I mean, the, one of the best things that I like, or one of the greater things that I like about My Hero Academia in regards to interaction between the characters, mm-hmm. specifically the students, um, they all actively root each other on and all actively work together. They yeah. all have that goal of being the number one hero 
But at the but, same time, they're not like cutting each other down and taking dumps on each other. Yeah, they're all willing to put it aside to get the job done. Yeah, or, or not even just get the job done. Sometimes it's to inspire others, like the Deku Todoroki fight from the yeah. UA Sports Festival, which is my favorite fight by the Deku, way. Deku, we all know Deku has no business really being in the ring with Todoroki at that point. Mm-hmm. But yet there he is, and Deku, despite having the advantage of Todoroki not using his fire. Deku's like, no, I want you at your best. Fuck all that, Todoroki. Fuck your dad. I know he's kind of a terrible dude. I just bumped into him backstage. I told him how I felt about the situation as well, so I'm not very scared to yell about it in public. It's your quirk, not his, Todoroki. (laughs) Like, despite Deku knowing that if Todoroki blasts him in the face with a fire blast, like a, a fire engine... Yeah, straight up fire truck to the face. <laughs> he just shoots a fire truck out of his arm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> fire fire engine runs him over. Bitch. End of anime. End of the <laughs> yeah. End of Deku. Um, maybe Oklahoma smash that shit. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Despite him knowing that he's got this clear advantage over Todoroki, he's like, I don't care. I I, I want you to be your best, so that way I can be my best. Is basically what it boils down to. I love that kind of interaction between the characters. So, like, in a way, the the kids have already started to work as a more cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us are just kind of like, well, they're kids. They don't have the ability to go out there and do shit in public. Sometimes they have to bend the rules a little bit to go rescue Bakugo from the League of Villains, which... That was dope. Oh, man, I love those episodes so, so much. Um, just, like, the ridiculous disguises that they have mm-hmm. uh, when they're walking <laughs> yeah. around downtown. Yeah. So, so great. Um, so while I really do appreciate the fact that they have to band together in order to get anything done because they're students and often looked at as lesser than, even though somebody like Bakugo has like a power that rivals most pro heroes, but Mm -hmm. let's not look over that or let's overlook that. Uh, I think it's a larger indicator of the idea that going forward in their hero careers, it's not going to be so, you know, one dimension or, uh, it's not going to be every man playing for themselves. It's going to be like a team, like. When Deku graduates and out of high school and he's a pro hero and he's like, oh, no, I have this crazy ass ice monster. I got to fight with him all here by myself. He's going to be texting his fucking destination to Todoroki and Bakugo and being like, hey, boys, can you come bail me out of this one? I know what I have to do now. <laughs> Text my friends. They're my one and onlys. No, nah, it's not true. Deku has a lot of friends. Yeah. but He's it, friends with pretty much everyone. For sure. Everyone likes Deku. But in the case of an ice monster... Call your fucking fire buddies up. And, you know, yeah, one of your buddies having a nice power on top of it, you know, he has an understanding of the beasts at work here. It's my life, my one and only. Is there anything else that you're trying to see in the next, se- next uh, season? Hmm. Well, I want to see what this whole uh, overhaul character is about. You got a stupid mask, huh? Yeah, looks like a fucking stupid bird. Stupid bird with a big stupid beak. It's a big beak. It's a Why big, is his beak that fucking big? Probably to instill fear into people that, that have to I, fucking. If I saw that guy in real life, he'd be like, "You look stupid." I did see somebody with an overhaul mask at Rhode Island Comic Con last did year. Did you tell him they look stupid? I did. All right, cool. Yeah, I also saw. Uh, <laughs> I also saw a guy uh, within uh, Ijiro uh, cosplay uh, with the tail. Uh, and he oh, was, God. and he was attached. He had like this. The, I forgot the invisible girl's name all the time. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, but he had like this little thing attached to his hip, and then to the right of him, 
was you know the ua uniform like a schoolgirl uniform mm-hmm. and i'm like yo that's so dope and i look at him in this fucking school uniform and i'm like who are you cosplaying ass and he turns around and he shows me this ginormous big throbbing veiny tail <laughs> and it was the sunday so it was the day that i wasn't working and i was like yo that's a weird one does that thing look like a cock and uh i walked away from him after that <laughs> i mean i laughed and walked away from him <laughs> Just no. drinking. I wasn't driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't surprise me at all, actually. It thing, it thing I've looks like a dick. For quite a while, so it's a fifth limb. Yeah, I mean it is to him. Yeah, except it's not coming out the front. It's coming out the back. So nobody's like, oh, it's a big, big. Old. It's a dick tail. It's a tail. No, it's like a big, crazy fucking appendage that yeah. can whoop your ass, kung fu style. I don't think we talk about it enough. Tail slap people so uh actually maybe that's a good one to uh to start with uh what's the weirdest quirk that you've seen so far that you can remember because you just ingested a large amount of these episodes super fast yeah uh the weirdest quirk i'd have to say Manetta's. i don't really get his other than he throws purple sticky ass balls yeah man he can use them to climb stuff and bind people he can bind and be bound they don't like, stick to him, I guess. But no, that's that's the part of the quirk that they don't stick to him. That they don't stick to him. Yes, yeah, so you can bounce off him and be like, pew, 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 yeah. Pew, pew. You can use him to like scale walls and check out chicks in the bath and stuff. Yeah, and then get knocked off the fucking wall by little kids and stuff. <laughs> like Humpty Dumpty and Yo, shit. Yo, Coda is the, the little kid who knocks him off the wall when Coda first meets Deku and just punches Deku. In oh the my dick. god, dude! I lost my shit. I've never. I don't think I've ever had that much of a genuine like surprise gut <laughs> belly laugh like and i don't i can't remember in a long at least in a long time regardless of the medium never mind an anime like i went i re, I probably rewatched that scene like rewound it like six times because <laughs> it's just so so quick dude yep. it's so fucking quick just straight jabs of the balls uh yeah no he's got a man has got a pretty weird quirk uh yeah, this is some, I mean, anything that has to do, like, Shinso's quirk, uh, you know, brainwashing That's a cool people. one, though, the, the brainwash one. Yeah, is pretty but, like, dope. it's just such a weird application, and I think that's what makes that episode is... That you have to... To get him to respond to you. Yeah, you have to, like, he has to, like, ask you a question, and then oh. you have to respond to said question. You'd make an interesting villain. Not that he doesn't know that. Oh, no, you definitely that would be life. an interesting villain. So... Now that we've talked a little bit about, you know, season three, I guess uh, my highlights for season three, obviously the two big fights, man. Um, all for one versus All Might, which drops in out of nowhere. Like, you know the kids are going to rescue Bakugo and you're like excited and shit. And then, boom, the big bad shows up and he's like, actually, you're going to fight me today. <laughs> Remember that time I saw you five years ago, All Might? I'm all better now. I just picked up a bunch of quirks off all your dead friends. Look so, my uh, big ass arm. Mm-hmm. He's like, kick your fucking ass. With my big ass arm. The rescue for Bakugo is amazing. Um, but then that fight between Bakugo and Deku in the last few episodes of season three, uh, that fight, man, I gave me all the feels. I had yeah. so many emotions. That was an intense heart to heart, man. <sighs> I'm finally seeing Bakugo take out his emotions on Deku and Deku getting an opportunity to trade blows with his fucking childhood bully and be able to, like, 
put up a fight without getting his ass completely smashed. Yep. Without getting his ass smashed. Uh, that's a funny way to phrase it, Kyle. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, then, yeah, you get, it boils over, and Bakugo gives you that whole emotional delivery of him feeling responsible for the ending of All Might's power. Cause right. Because All Might had to rescue him because he got captured because he was weak in the moment, and... All Might had to go all out to defeat that villain, and that's what cost him his power. And how could I be the one to end All Might? And I'm like, young Bakugo. It's not your fault, man. It wasn't his fault. He has so many redeeming moments. Uh, obviously, that crier is the cherry on top, but that crime moment is predicated by uh, his open, <laughs> his straight-up openness against the uh, League of Villains when he's like, oh, you want me to join your team? Fuck you. I'm out of here. <laughs> Y'all are whack. Your whole fucking hideout's whack. You're all weaklings. Yo, this dude with the stupid rotten hands on his face is whack. This dude's a lizard, I I, I think. I'm not sure what your deal is, sir. But the only guy I like in here is that fucking warp guy. And that's because he could warp me home right fucking now if he wanted mm -hmm. to. So warp guy, you are still cool. But the rest of y'all motherfuckers are whack. So I'm going to blast my way out this bitch. And then pizza delivery shows up. <laughs> And then All Might punches is like the Kool-Aid guy and fucking punches a giant hole through the wall. Dude. <laughs> I was ready to like, I would have genuinely enjoyed the idea of, uh, like, he would have lost. Because the, the the villains, rather, they all start gathering around him like, yeah, the smart thing to do there, hero, is to pretend that we were winning you over. And then when you've got us, you know, like, uh, when you got us convinced, uh, that's when you strike. But uh, no, nah, you just openly defy it right from the start, huh? Cool, we're gonna whoop your ass now. <laughs> but like, I was fully prepared to watch Bakugo go down swinging against these dudes. Yeah, me too. Oh, it would have been so dope. But yeah. then, how do you one up that whole dope situation? <laughs> All Might delivers a pizza, aka a Detroit smash, right through the fucking front door of somebody's face. <laughs> fucking farm to table, yeah. table being face, <laughs> farm being the pizza shop where this fake pizza came from. Yep. Uh, that whole scene is amazing, but that's what leads uh, or like paves the way for him to have this redemptive moment at the end where it's like, wow, I understand that you're motivated by wanting to be a, a you know, number one hero. Not sounding like a weird uh, Spanish thing that I just did. So sorry about that, Spanish listeners. Uh, yeah, you realize that Bakugo's intentions are pure, even though he's kind of a dickhead with the chip on his shoulder the entire time, uh, which I just, I, I love to. You know, it's it just speaks to his character flaws, um, which were obvious from the start. Like the first line in the series that he has, he's telling Deku to jump off a fucking building. Like Bakugo's character flaws are, are pretty uh, evident from the start, but the way in which they take them and make them something that you hate him for, uh, you actually kind of feel bad and like him for when you establish the better parts of his personality and that this is his motivation is to be a top hero and. That's what makes Bakugo likable. Out the shoot, he's a dickhead. And if you like Bakugo from the beginning, you're a liar. Unless you straight up just like dickhead uh, anime bullies. <laughs> like <laughs> if if you were like, oh, I saw show I saw him as like a a, a tragic shonen protagonist or antagonist, anti-hero, whatever the fuck you want to classify him as from the start. You're a liar. Alright, you're a fucking liar. Because they very yeah. they could have very easily put Bakugo in that situation with the villains in the room where they're like, hey, we want you to join us. And he could have been like, yeah, okay. Cool, I'm a villain now. Makes more sense. I shoot fire yeah. up my fucking hands. So it's probably the better long-term play for That's me. That's actually what I thought was going to happen when I first started watching it. Yeah, and everybody alludes it to a uh, fucking Naruto arc. I believe it's Sasuke goes and fucking hangs out with some evil-ass ninjas. I don't fucking know, but I never watch that shit. But they uh, allude to that sometimes when people talk about it. Um, 
they did the reverse of it. Like him being put in that situation where he could have very easily been like, it would have been easier for him to survive in that situation by just going along with it. Yep. He's like, fuck that. I stay true to my ideals. I know who I am. And I know that these guys are fucking whack and I'm about to fireball out this bitch. Watch. <laughs> Despite knowing he'd probably get his ass whooped. Probably. And Kirigiri. There, like, there was like 15 of them in that room. Yeah. And Kirigiri, even if Bakugo is able to get a good hit in on one of them, Kirigiri gets him out of there in a second. Right. It's too powerful. I think those are probably everybody's highlights for season three. I'd imagine those are the obvious highlights. Um, is there anything that I missed in there that you liked part of uh, as part of season three? Because you just watched most of it in the last week, right? I kind I liked the um, the license test, like the whole thing. Oh, the provisional whole, license test. Yeah, the provisional license the test. Battle yeah. Royale. Shit. Yeah, that was cool. That was dope. Um, I watched a couple of episodes from that today before you came by. Yeah. Um, yeah, the naked chick who like shapeshifts into Uraraka. Mm-hmm. She's a she's an interesting character. Very interesting character. And then there's like Monkey King, black haired Deku with the stupid green vest who shakes the ground, vibrates the ground. Yep, Vibrator Man. <laughs> Vibrator Man. That's his name now. Uh, I love that arc too. Uh, it was a little bit too short, and it's weird that out of that arc, uh, the only two people who don't get their provisional licenses. It's obviously a, the provisional license in this instance that I'm about to talk about is kind of a. Probably, I, I hope, will be like some kind of writing device here. Maybe they just get rid of it or get over it pretty quickly. But Bakugo and Todoroki, two strongest members of Class 1A. Mm-hmm. Probably not good that they can't use their fucking powers and essentially legally right now. Yeah, no. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see how that resolves. They know that they got to do like extra classes or some shit. And they talk about, the, did, they, did they get them by the end? I don't know if they did. No, uh, well, I mean, they still not haven't even gone to the classes yet. Uh, that's right. And I think the classes were like four months or some shit like that. Yeah, so they don't have those licenses yet. So, in that four months, man, some shit could go down. Who knows? Yep. Um. All right, let's get into bests here. Um. Who is your favorite pro hero? All Might. Yep. I know it's probably the popular vote, but how could I mean, it not how, be? How can you not? How could it not All be? Might? All right. Maybe the better question is then, who's your favorite pro hero? Who is not? All who Might? is not All Might? Yes, that's the better question because I think okay. All Might is is everyone's. How favorite is All Might not your favorite? Yeah, it's so, impossible. Yeah, he's the beacon of hope, man. All Might inspires people to be better, both in the anime world and in the real world. It's stupid. Favorite hero that's not All Might? Hmm. I'd have to go with Aizawa. Mm. Yeah, Aizawa is a pretty cool. Razorhead's cool. Uh, Aizawa is definitely one of my favorite picks. Uh, just because I appreciate his demeanor. And I imagine that Aizawa is right around our age. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like 30, 31, uh, right in there. Um, he's just so angry all the time. Um... Yeah, I think I go Aizawa, but I also love Gran Torino too. Gran Torino is cool. Gran Torino's the tits. Yeah, I like that he's the old man uh, master, but he's not, you know, all perverse and shit. It's a nice change of pace for a, a shonen. Uh, favorite villain? Hmm. I mean, the pop. To me, the popular pick would probably be Stain because that was, that arc was so. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. I think everybody pick would pick Stain. But um, so maybe the question there is, <laughs> is anybody but Stain. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do like the Shigaraki dynamic. Like, I do like understand his where he's coming from too. So I probably have to go with Shigaraki. Shigaraki just wants to watch the world burn, man. Yeah, man. Uh but, I mean, doesn't every villain? Yeah, yeah. I think. <sighs> 
I'm stuck, man. Doesn't every true villain? I like twice. Twice is really fucking fun. Uh, it reminds me of Deadpool. A oh, for bit. sure. And even the dude who does the dub voice mm-hmm. has like a Ryan Reynolds thing in that episode yeah. going on. I think it's sixty one or sixty two. Yeah, I know. He has like a real Ryan Reynolds thing going on before he starts splitting into the personality thing. Go listen to it. It's Deadpool straight up. Um, I really like Twice, uh, as evident of Deadpool ripoff as he is. Um, I also really like Kira Geary. Uh, and I like Kira Geary because he understands his role in the gang. It's um, true. He's very firmly the number two in the League of Villains to Shigaraki. And, you know, obviously they're both uh, behind, you know, all for one. Um, but, like, he arguably has, you know, one of the most powerful powers uh, in the gang. But, like, still knows his role. He's, like, general, you know, fucking co-captain uh, at best. And uh, he's just helping Shigaraki, you know, carry out his diabolical dick shrinking plan. <laughs> it's wild. I love Kirigiri. Uh But, yeah, obviously if... Uh, that's only if Stain is out of the picture. Yeah. Um. Everybody likes Dobby is a very popular. Yeah. Pick. Yeah. He was. He's probably like my second favorite after. Uh, <sighs> I don't like him that much. I I like him. He's all right. He's fucking. Everyone, he's a total rookie. That was. Uh, he's buy into that theory. He's big brother emo total rookie. Yep. Uh favorite UA student who is not Deku. Obviously. Obviously. Actually. Um, why do you think everybody loves Deku so much? Why? Yeah. Because he, uh, kind of like a hope for the hopeless kind of thing. Like, uh, like he was the only one born without a power. And now that he has this power, he's going to do everything that he can and to the best of his ability. That kind of thing. You nailed it. Uh, yeah. You, you see what somebody who was born with nothing can do when they're given something. It's like, uh, you know, I wish I won the lottery. If I won the lottery, I'd do a bunch of good shit with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lottery, in this case, for Deku, was finally getting a fucking quirk. Yeah. Um, he won, like, the reverse lottery by not having a quirk. Uh, <laughs> but, like, he actually carries out and does something with it. And, like, it kind of lends itself to the idea. It's like, if you were given that power, if you were born as you were, as Deku is, uh, yep. so basically as you are, without yep. a superpower, and then you were magically given that superpower, how would you, how would you respond? How would you react? What would you do with it? Good or bad? Because obviously you can just as easily become a villain in this exactly. world as you can a hero. Um, but I think they do a good job illustrating all the terrible, sad, sad shit that's happened to him, uh, primarily throughout his childhood before he met All Might. And that just like made, like you see a little kid crying and like you see his mom crying that her kid's crying. And I'm like, oh no, mom and babies crying together makes me cry. <laughs> you guys found my weakness. It's moms and babies crying together. No. Uh, and then you see him have these really uh, amazing heroic moments, even before he gets the power, man. When yeah. when, when he goes to try the to rescue Bakugo out the sludge monster, and he just throws a books at it, and he just yeah. runs in anyway. He's like, I don't know what the He's fuck. Like, I'm I don't doing. know. My my legs aren't being controlled by my body right now. I'm just going, running up in there. My legs, my legs, they're running. Fighting the sludge monster. I got restless leg syndrome. Except they're running me toward a monster. What's going on? Like. When he has those heroic moments, it just and and they do an awesome job in this series too. When those heroic moments are happening, they have a quick little cut or a flashback to him being like, even when I was a quirkless little baby and I had nothing, and he's like watching YouTube videos with All Might in his hand, and he's like, Mom, I want to be mighty, mighty All Might, Mighty Man Junior, and she's like, That's 
that's cute, yep. And he's like, Watashi ga with his fucking superhero on and shit. And then he like, smash! And like, I don't know, fucking destroys muscular, like that whole fight with yeah. Koda and the Gaje Mountains. Um, those moments, played back to back with his sad moments, just give you like that extra emotional rush. And I'm like, yeah, Deku, motherfucker, that's right! You are a hero! You're gonna be the new symbol of peace and I love you for that! I think that's why everybody loves Deku. Everybody loves Deku. Yeah. Uh, so favorite student so, is not Deku. Todoroki. All right. Easy pick. Easy pick. Popular pick for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like his backstory the best. Yeah. Except his crazy mom throwing hot water kettle yeah. tea shit on his face. They made crazy. amends though. Mom, you burned my face. Sorry about that, son. I was acting crazy. Your dad was being a dickhead. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Let's get you out of this mental hospital. <laughs> Sorry you had a bad day and you've been locked up in a mental hospital for the last 10 years over it. That's crazy. <laughs> dad must have some people on his payroll here. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, Todoroki's an easy pick for me. I also want to go Bakugo, but I won't go Bakugo. I'm going to go... I'll go Kirishima, Bakugo's boyfriend, Kirishima, uh, the Red Riot himself or whatever, um, or the Crimson Riot. That is Red name? Riot. Oh, yeah, and then it's Crimson Riot is the person he jacks the name from, right? Yeah. So he's the Red Riot. Um, going Kirishima, Red Riot himself, Hardo Man. Hardo Man? That makes a song I'm calling him a Hardo. He just gets hard. That's his power. Yep. Herd. Herd. Um, and Super I love herd. I love Kirishima because uh, obviously the the dynamic between him and Bakugo is so fucking funny. Like he's one of the only people who's not intimidated at all when Bakugo, you know, has these violent outbursts at his classmates and fuck you nerds. Ah, you're all a bunch of idiots. Kirishima's the only dude to be like, come on, man. No, we're not. Stop being like that, bro. Come on, let's go get some lunch. Like Kirishima is like so selfless in how he dedicates himself yeah. to Bakugo's mental well-being. And yeah. it's so fucking funny because as I'm watching the show for the first time, I'm thinking that to myself. Like, wow, Kirishima really bends over backwards to make Bakugo feel like he's got a friend, huh? Oh, I wonder what the fuck's up with that. They must be in love. And obviously, they are. But even Kor- Horikoshi. <laughs> Uh, apparently was aware of it to some degree where he works in Kirishima being the dude that has to help rescue Bakugo in that last scene or during that fight with All for One where Kirishima's got to be the dude to grab his hand and be like, come on, man, we're getting out of here. Because if Deku or Ida or Todoroki did it, he'd have been like, fuck you, I'm going to sit here and fight 15 villains by myself as opposed to hanging out with you guys. But because it was his fucking low-key boyfriend, Kirishima, who, again, repeatedly has gone out of his way to just make Bakugo feel like he's... A regular old kid, despite his crazy, violent Tourette's-like outbursts of anger, all the time, all of the time, <laughs> he's yeah. You know, he's like, no, nah, man, Bakugo is cool. Yeah, he's a little bit of a spaz, but uh, you know, that's love, man. That's love. Uh, I love Kirishima. He's he's best boy, which uh, is perfect segue to best girl. Who's best girl? It can be UA student, preferably hero though, because if we're calling UA girls best girls. I mean, let's do best girl, hero, and then junior best girl. So we don't feel like complete creeps. Best girl, go. Which one first? Hero. Hero? Best girl, hero. Hmm. Is 13 a girl? Yeah. Yeah? 
Okay. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, you were so serious for a second. All right, who you got? No. Uh, my best girl is pro- uh, Mount Lady. All right, yeah. Mount Lady's a good pick, but uh, you know who I'm going with? Who are you going with? Miss Midnight? Lady Midnight. <laughs> She's like, yeah, man, you know about Lady Midnight? Let me tell you a tale of a fateful day. A fateful day, in, in fact... Where I wore some slutty shit to work And they had to do a thing called The Heroes uh, Licensing Performance Art And uh, Visual Fuck Act Where they have to wear clothes now Yep And she's like No it's not my problem It's not my problem man My power works better when I When When I'm bare ass shit like this And now she's gotta wear like special material shit I'm really mad I couldn't land that Gilligan's Island fucking thing just now Oh I was so annoyed uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going midnight. All right. What about um, student? Junior girl. Now I started off. I was a big Yayirozu person. I still am. I love Yayirozu, but having rewatched the series a few times now, I've changed. I've changed, man. Yeah. Uraraka. Uraraka. My Chaco Uraraka. You have my heart. That ginky day that she's got, man. That fighting spirit. I'm just like. I feel you, girl. You inspire me. You have a fucking combat class with Gunhead. Next thing you know, you're running around karate chopping people with knives and stuff. I love it. I fucking love it. Yep. God, I love Uraraka. Who you got? Uh, I'm Yaya Rosso. Yeah, she's dark hair beauty. She's got that weird outfit, which I don't imagine. I mean, <laughs> I guess it probably helps her manifest things from the lipids in her body or whatever faster. Yeah, she's it's got like a just big, a big opening. hole between her boobs. But yeah, Yaya Rosso is a good pick, man. Um, favorite uh, arc. Favorite arc. Yeah. So like, let's break the arcs up, right? You got uh, the training arc in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the tournament arc, the UA Sports Festival. You got the hero killer stain arc. Uh, you got the campground arc uh, with Coda and muscular and all that shit. Summer yeah. camp. Um, all for one fight. Um, and then I guess I don't know what the heck to call this. La- I guess you'd call it the provisional licensing exam. Yeah. Uh, I probably have to go with the uh, the summer camp. Summer camp, the, yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot because it uh, it really bonded them together as a team. Solid, solid pussy cats. Oh, solid, solid. Wild, yeah. wild pussy cats. Wild, wild. <laughs> solid, solid pussy cats. Yeah. Solid pussy, solid pussy cats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, and then, like, the whole... Uh, that's when I thought Bakugo was going to turn. So, like, it was a really pivotal part of that, of the story in yeah. season three. So. Yeah, that whole shit, them running through the woods in that actually is pretty dope. I kind of overlooked that part of it. Um, them running away from the villains in the woods when everything is on fire and the gas is out there and shit. I always just think of that arc, and I'm like, oh, the wild pussy cats are here. Okay, we get it. You guys are cats. Shut up. <laughs> all right, Code is kind of funny. All right, let's move it on. <laughs> let's get to yeah. the all-for-one fight. Um, I have to go with the Hero Killer Stain arc. That's when yeah, the series... That's a, that's a really good one, too. That's when the series changed for me. And it's fresh off a tournament arc, and uh, a tournament arc is one of the most you know commonly used tropes in, in Shonen, so... The fact that they worked the tournament arc into this was surprised to nobody at all, and I right. wasn't mad that they did it. But to take such a tired trope uh, and then spin it off into this crazy story where, like, all of a sudden the students are in the middle of a battle with the guy who has murdered all of these heroes throughout, and this face to face encounter, and this crazy alleyway, and this 
Ah, the three of them and the native. Native. Great fucking name for a pro hero, Horikoshi. Yeah, I know, right? That looks like an Indian. Yeah, native. Hmm. Uh, Man, what a what? That's when the series kind of, I was like, all right, maybe this series is a little bit more than just kids fucking fighting each other with superpowers. Because even that premise in and of itself is pretty cool. But, like, again, as the scope continues to zoom out and you see the bigger picture and the larger world, that's when Hero Killer Stain really starts to put that in there. It's like, look at the effect All Might's had on the world over the last 10, 20, 15, 15, whatever, however many years. Um, that's when shit gets super interesting for me. Um, favorite fight? Uh, Todoroki versus uh, uh, Deku in the sports games. Yeah. I think I might agree with you on that. That one amps me the fuck up. Um, although you can't discount that all from one and all my oh yeah game. that fight's great but just like, like a, it's expected I, to be great you know it's what like I mean? a visual perspective that fight is ridiculous yeah um and it's a you know a fight at a much bigger epic scale yeah but i mean it's supposed to be good that's how epic fights should be that total rookie uh total rookie um deck the, fight they yeah that shit gets my heart going yep me I'm too like, yeah, Todoroki, it's your quirk, not his. And he's like, you're right. <laughs> Except he didn't do that. He was like, oh, no. Um. All right, favorite episode. I think this is the last one I got for you. Favorite episode. Yeah. Honestly, the off episode where they do the whole crime scene thing. Yeah, really? You like yeah, that one? Yeah, I like that one a lot. So like- I like that whole, like... When that one set up of everything. When that shit dropped, I was current with the series. So like I was waiting for it to drop week to week. And when that episode dropped, people were fucking pissed. Oh man, I wasn't pissed. It was a nice break. <laughs> oh my god, people were fucking pissed. Like, what do you mean the side story that's separate from the manga? Like they even set it up in the preview, you yeah. know, before the episode happens. Like, completely new original side story, just anime exclusive. And I'm like, well, I appreciate you guys. They do that a few times throughout the series. Um, they do it with uh Froppy's fucking oh, uh, yeah. yep. internship on the the drug smugglers on the boats or whatever. Yep. Uh Similar kind of setup, like, anime only exclusive. I'm like, cool, man. But I'm pretty sure that this episode was going to be, uh, this next episode was going to be, I think it was like the fight between Bakugo and, and Deku or something. Or, no, it was, uh, what was it right before? It was right before the uh, end of the, the license. It was like when they were going to find oh, out whether they got licensed or yeah. not. Good fucking call. They finished the exam and you're like, all right, let's find out who gets that license. And they're like, nope, you got to wait one more week. <laughs> people were pissed. <laughs> and then on the flip side of that, people who weren't pissed were like, actually, that was kind of fun. It was fun. was like, fuck you. No, it wasn't. It. it was a fun episode. I want to know who gets the licenses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My Hero Academia needs to get back on the air already, man. October cannot get here. Yeah, now, right? Um, so has the watch that you just did, has it inspired you to read the comic, or are you just going to do a rewatch now? I'm probably just going to do a rewatch before it comes out. I think I'm going to. You think you're going to dive into the manga? I need to know what happens. Because I keep my ideas less laugh. What's wrong? So, actually, let's end it on this note because this is a this is a discussion I've had on this podcast, uh, both to Patreon and the, in the public feed, multiple times. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite um, My Hero Academia opening song? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd probably have to say the. Uh, 
it's it's like season most of season two that one i forget how it goes though yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. That one's called Peace Sign. Well, yep, that's the one. I like that one. That one I think is was my favorite when I first started watching. I didn't like the one that takes over for it afterwards, which is called Sori No Itaiba by a band called Amazarashi. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, man. Flip my script on that shit, man. I love that fucking song. Yeah. Yeah, man. I fucking love that. Okay. Um, I would like for Amazing Rashi to do a U.S. tour because uh, obviously my Spotify recommended that I listen to that whole album, and I did. It's pretty good. Yep. They do a U.S. tour. I'm there, baby. Fucking Inichini Fusawashi, man. I'm fucking front row. Metal horns <laughs> chucked up. Even though it's like the most like laid back. It's like, uh, remember Sidewalks from Story of the Year? Yeah. It's like Sidewalks on that album. That's Inichini Fusawashi. That's funny. It means that which is deserving of life. It's deep. It's deep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you? Oh, were you, were you saying the band was deep? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> the name like that they are. So I think that one's my favorite, but I mean, I do the acoustic version of Peace Sign because I think it's like the most identifiable. I mean, I don't know. The first team song, too, is pretty identifiable with the series. But Yeah. Unless you find like one of those versions on the internet where it's like a white dude singing it, but he took the Japanese syllables and like matched fucking English words for him, and he's like, "My name is Deku Azuku Midoriya. I like all my I and I punch things. Now I will go to a hero high school and I will be the number one guy." Fucking. Stop it, English people. <laughs> God damn it. Please, for the love of God. Although there is one good uh, English version of Peace Sign that I came across one time. Yeah. Where even the, the white person English lyrics were actually really good. Yeah. And I was like, yo. Cool. Dope version. It's like a little bit heavier and shit. But I realized when I was learning the song, the acoustic version, that uh, that version, the guitar player, plays the riff wrong. By like two and a half fucking notes. Really? Yeah. And I only noticed it because I liked that version so much. When I started learning it to do the acoustic version, I started playing along with that one. And then I was like, oh, let me do it to the original one. So that way I've got the original timing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, this fucking notes are wrong. It's like, he does it wrong. Silly. You guys did a great job, otherwise. I wish I knew what your names were, but I don't. But good job. If you're hearing good this. Good job, man. Good job. They got a lot of YouTube people, so they're cool I to figure. me. Yeah. But na 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 And like a dream, my planes were passing by. <laughs> oh, that's what my plane, my dreams were passing by. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta spread my wings out and fly. Yep. Cool fate sets in motion, and no one else knows why. It's good, dude. Stop. Uh, super dope. 
Super dope. Super dope. Uh, so that's Super Dope Anime Hour this week. Uh, My Hero Academia, season four, October. Um, did you watch the movie? Probably not, nope, right? Nope, I haven't. Me and Melor, for some reason, tried to do a... <laughs> I shouldn't say we tried to do... Uh, me and Tons of Fun, uh, when the movie was in theaters, we went to Chinatown. Because mm-hmm. it was the only place we could find tickets. Um, we went to Chinatown and we came back. And Melor came over at like you know, 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning, bombed. <laughs> And I was like, yo, oh, what a surprise. I was like, yo, I got to do a podcast about My Hero Academia real quick. And then it somehow developed into a podcast about um, us listening to the Carter Five. <laughs> yeah, it's a fuck show. Um, I think it's still on the Patreon under bonus content. So you can go there and Dragon Ball Super Dope. Not, not what the fuck is it? Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Um, in case you didn't hear, Monday through Friday, Death Note Super Dope on the Patreon. $5 tier. Hop up on that one. Get a new episode every day, Monday through Friday. I'm on that shit, too. Yes, you are. Quite a bit, actually. Quite a bit. Uh, so, I keep my ideas less. Laugh. That's the fucking <laughs> Is <day>. it Leslie? <laughs> I keep my ideals, Leslie. <laughs> no, I think it's let's live. But the only cool way to say it is, I keep my ideas less. Laugh. <laughs> Like Bo Rat. Last live. Sure. Last live. Last live. Let's live a life together. Uh yeah. Super dope. Anime hour. Appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you rate and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. That's a place. That's a place where we are now. All the places. All the places where the podcasts live. Uh also, you know, if we're doing animes now that we didn't do before, maybe like one of your nerd ass friends like maybe they weren't into Dragon Ball. Maybe they're into fucking My Hero Academia or some such thing. You can share this with them. That's honestly how we find our best listeners. Word of mouth. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We will talk with you soon. Um, I need to hear the song one more time. Okay. This is how I end the show. When I, this is how I end the show when I do it with Carlton. You ready? Gonna raise my hand with a peace sign. Carlton is a fucking asshole. <laughs> and he is an asshole. You know why he's not here right now? Why? He's hung over in bed because he went out drinking until 4 o'clock in the morning last what a night. fucking asshole. Yeah, after I fucking picked his ass up at the po- fucking police station last week. What a douchebag. Did I tell you that story? If you want to hear that story, you have to go to the Patreon for the uncut thing. That's under the $5 tier. Yeah. So, see ya, nerds. Just before 2 o'clock in the morning, I think it was a Monday or a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. I get a phone call. I look at it. It's Carlton. I'm like, uh-oh, this is bad. Carlton does not call people on the phone. Yo, what's up?